Hello, all you wonderfully strange and unusual creatures. I'm Corey. And I'm Courtney. And this is Sinister Crimes and Cocktails, a true crime show that digs into the dark depths of sinister minds, their menacing crimes, and mistakes left behind, all while sipping on a sinister cocktail masterminded by Corey for each episode. We want to first start out by saying that our sinister cocktails featured for each episode is just to help us lighten the mood a bit on the dark and horrific crimes we cover. And in no way, shape, or form are we trying to make light of the horrific crimes. Please know our hearts go out to the victims, their families and friends, and law enforcement affected by each of the cases we cover. Okay, Corey, what sinister cocktail have you masterminded for our Valentine's Day bonus episode? I'm calling this one a killer love potion. One ounce of whipped vodka, one ounce of pineapple juice, half an ounce of raspberry Meyer lemon syrup. Combine all that into a great shaker. Shake it up with some ice and put it into a glass that you like. Go ahead and top it off with some red sparkling raspberry wine and some edible glitter. And enjoy all you lovers. It's so good. You did a really good job on this one. I know. It's very tasty. I was super excited. You have to look at the pictures because Corey even made a heart out of the sugar. I know, I know. I'm getting all fancy over here. Feel so lucky. Well, it's the Valentine's Day episode. I mean, you, you gotta be a little bougie when it comes to Valentine's Day. <laughs> you do. Even when we're talking about murder and death. <laughs> so, all you wonderfully strange and unusual creatures, pour yourself a cocktail and settle in for this sinister true crime. A poisonous kind of love. Believe us, you're gonna need it. Just last month, on January 24, 2024, 37-year-old Sarah Schaefer, a part-time art and design teacher at the Christian Calvary Lutheran High School in Jefferson City, Missouri, was charged with the attempted murder of her husband by continuous poisoning. Over a six-week period, Sarah's husband had grown suspicious of his wife after becoming severely ill from ingesting several meals and beverages made by her. Her husband then set up a hidden camera in their kitchen. After capturing his deadly discovery on surveillance footage, Sarah's husband turned over his deadly findings to the Jefferson County Police. According to police records, Sarah, who was having an affair at the time, admitted to poisoning her husband with a deadly plant root, but would later enter a plea of not guilty. So, is Sarah Schaefer one of a sinister mind that attempted to kill her husband, or is she innocent? Ooh, this is a good one. And it's really cool that it just happened. We don't do things that usually happen this quick, so this is going to be a fun one. You know, I got to tell you, she's definitely sinister. What caused her to get there, we'll see, but definitely sinister in my opinion. I would agree with you. Anybody who poisons anybody's got some... (laughs) <laughs> Got some issues going on there. I would agree with that. I mean, dang, but a root plant? Like, damn. I mean, good for this guy to figure it the fuck out and quickly. No shit. <laughs> I feel like somebody was getting ready to go visit the morgue. I would agree with that. In a statement made by the Jefferson County Police Department, officers investigated a call involving allegations of intentional poisoning of a spouse on January 16, 2024. The victim told officers that he had been feeling sick for over a six-week period from an unexplained illness and believed the illness was the result of an intentional act of poisoning. For her not to worry about being videotaped in this day and age. That's what I'm like, come on. I mean, it's so easy. I mean, you can buy cameras that are literally the size of a pin and leave it on the counter and it'll record. So, I mean, you know, if you're going to go out there and start poisoning people and start doing that kind of shit, you better check and balance yourself before you get started. Fucking agree. And there's not much they can't test for anymore. I mean, there's still some poisons out there that I'm sure can be undetected at this point. Because who knows? We don't know everything that's out there that's poisonous. But I mean, you know, I'm just saying. It's not much. (laughs) There's not much. I'm already seeing some mistakes here. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) 
Per police reports, the victim, who was Sarah Schaefer's husband, described eight occurrences in which his wife provided a beverage or food that had a odd taste and shortly after ingesting had experienced extreme fatigue, confusion, blurred vision, severe cotton mouth, and nausea. Good God, I wonder what kind of root it was. What kind of plant root? Oh, we're going to find out. Oh my gosh. But you know, I think too, as educated as people are nowadays about this kind of stuff, Court, I think that's probably why he was like, something's fucking wrong with me. And I wonder what was going on in their marriage. True. Outside of her cheating on him, I mean, obviously the marriage wasn't on good terms. I would agree with that. For him to be like, I think I'm being poisoned. (laughs) I think my wife's trying to kill me. I think it's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go and say yes. I think there was trouble in that marriage. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit, Court. Just a little bit. According to a probable cause statement filing viewed by the Post, the husband had told authorities that one of those instances had occurred on New Year's Eve of 2023. His wife Sarah had made him a smoothie, which had a bitter taste, and after consuming the smoothie, had suffered adverse effects, including fatigue, disorientation, blurred vision, and nausea that had lasted well into the next day. Oh, shit. So I make my husband a smoothie almost every morning for his breakfast. I'm fucked. He hears this. <laughs> it's over. He's going to be like, no, no, no. I'll make my it. own. I got it. <laughs> um, I'm going to make my own smoothie from now on. Honey, I love you. I would never poison you. Come on. There, there's better ways of getting rid of that body without that one. I would agree. Just saying. But poison. God dang. What are we in the 1800s? <laughs> Remember those rings you used to have where you could pop it open and that was the poison? You could put it in the drink real quick and then pop it closed and nobody would know. She should probably done that. I know. She probably should have ordered one of those rings. I think you still get it like off of Tammy. Like I'm sure you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I now know Courtney's husband's going to go searching for us when he hears this one. <laughs> Probably. I got y'all something. Got y'all something. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> now, also the next day on January 1st, 2024, Sarah made her husband another smoothie, which he again consumed at least a portion of it, but this time confronted her about the bitter taste. Per her husband, Sarah had stated she urinated in the beverage and then claimed to have spiked it with an industrial strength adhesive. What the fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I think she's poisoning me. <laughs> okay, I'm a, I'm a little like at a loss for words right now. <laughs> I feel like I would have gone to the police department at that point I, and been I, like, this bitch. <laughs> I feel like nobody would have found my body if I pissed in my husband's drink and he drank it. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> like he would have called every friend he has and like, y'all get your ass over here with some shovels. We're getting rid of my bitch ass wife right now. She just pissed in my drink and made me drink it. Like I, 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 I feel, I feel like he might have an issue with that. Agree. My husband's a very clean man. Like that would no, ain't no say, fucking way. Your husband's like me. He would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> would have been over right then and there. I Screw. need some listerine. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been like, he's been sure when he found out that Iron Horn was Finkel. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't even imagine his reaction to that. I mean, wow. Kudos to this victim to be able to hold it together to get her to the cops. Seriously. No shit. Because I don't even know what I would do or what my husband would do. I'd be seeking an attorney. (laughs) (laughs) The marriage would definitely be at its end by that point. I would agree. (laughs) You're pissing in his drink. That's not good. Saying. According to the filing, Sarah later told her husband that she had not added anything into the smoothie. But her husband wasn't so convinced, so he... I'm getting a little muskiness. I don't think that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Her husband was like, what the fuck? I feel like like you're lying right now. This tastes like piss, literally. (laughs) I feel like you're you're lying to me. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Boy, this is going to be a fun one to watch develop in the course. Oh, I know. I'm so excited to watch it. Hopefully she'll take it to trial because this is going to be a fun trial. I hope it's televised. (laughs) Me too, man. We'll be able to follow up on this case. (laughs) 
So he then installed a surveillance camera in the kitchen. His suspicions would be proven correct on the morning of January 16th, 2024. On that Tuesday morning, in a green bowl on a table in Sarah's homework area, her husband found a bag labeled Lily of the Valley. Oh shit, yeah, that's a very, very poisonous root, plant root. Yep. The same morning, the hidden camera captured Sarah around 7.45 a.m., pouring the bowl's contents into a blender, which her husband claims was a smoothie she prepared for him. I'm just saying, like... After the first couple of times that you're like, oh, these taste funny. Mm, this is not right. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to make my own breakfast. That's what I'd be like. I'm going to make my own smoothie. I'm still mm, getting sick I'm, after a couple of yeah. times. Why the fuck are you still <laughs> yeah. taking your wife's shit that she's giving you? I'd be like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm, mm-mm, uh-uh. I mean, I made my husband's coffee wrong one time and he poured that shit out right in front of me. And he's like, nope. <laughs> So I feel like if, if you're tasting urine in your smoothie, I feel like you probably shouldn't let her make your smoothie no more. Why are you still consuming it? <laughs> like, I don't I understand. I don't either. Like, I mean, I, I get holding on the, on every last hope you have, but you've put a camera up to catch her. You're still consuming her smoothies. Come on, buddy. I don't understand. The hidden camera also captured Sarah then putting the concoction in a yellow tumbler and placing it in the fridge. Sarah's husband then contacted the Jefferson County Police Department and showed them a photo of the bag and the green bowl along with the video showing his wife making the smoothie and using the roots that were once in the bag. The smoothie, which had been placed in the fridge, was seized by the police and submitted to the Missouri's Highway Patrol Laboratory for testing. According to the probable cause statement, the crime lab confirmed that the concoction did in fact contain the poisonous plant, Lily of the Valley. Yeah, that shit's no joke. I mean, that thing's been used for centuries to kill people. Yep. Yikes. Per the National Capital Poison Center, Lily of the Valley is a very poisonous plant that contains numerous cardiac glycosides, which slow down the heart and cause a regular heart rhythm. Toxicity signs of cardiac glycosides may cause nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain. Yeah, and so a lot of people thought it was a heart attack. And before they were able to really isolate the lily of the valley and and trace it through the bloodlines, a lot of people died of heart attacks when they were really poisoned by people. Crazy. I know. And how the fuck? I mean, that stuff's not easy to come by either. Like, the fuck was she getting it from? People that I know that have it are usually like your your Asian markets or your herbal markets that have, I mean, they might have it, but damn, I I can't imagine. Imagine you wouldn't have ordered it off like the internet or something because I don't know very many markets that would carry that anymore. Amazon. <laughs> or you could just buy the plant. That's probably what she did. Just buy the plant it's or buy she the got plant. it from somebody it's... who had a plant. Yep, that's what I was kind of thinking. That's crazy. In an interview with KMIZ, Tim Evans, veterinary toxicologist at the University of Missouri College of Veterinary Medicine, stated that if you eat enough of the plant in a short period of time, you can see signs relatively quickly but it all depends on what part of the plant and how much of it is consumed. According to Evans, the most toxic part of the Lily of the Valley plant are the roots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she she definitely did her homework. I would agree. I would like to see her search engine. <laughs> <laughs> I would have seized every computer, phone, everything in that house. I would have seized it and been running right now. And they probably are because it's just happened. So I'm yep. sure they're, they've sent it off to get everything off of her search engines and stuff. Because, I mean, I don't know what she did for a living, but I can't imagine. She's a teacher. I mean, she's, oh, good God, a teacher. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, maybe she's a science teacher. No, she's a design and art teacher. Oh, Lord of mercy. So she did some studying to learn she, this. Yeah, she did some studying. She I don't think that research. was in her wheelhouse. No, nah, she did some research on this one. She became friends with a science teacher. Hey, I got a question for you. <laughs> that science teacher shaking in their boots. 
Like, fuck, I didn't know she was going to kill somebody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've been giving her boots. She says she uses it for rat poison. <laughs> but she does. She's killing her a rat. She's not Big a rat. rat. <laughs> yeah, big rat. Now, so far, the husband has not explained why he kept ingesting the beverages and food his wife kept making him that had caused such severe reactions. He's just holding on to the hope, you know. He's like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> He's holding on for all the hope while dying slowly. <laughs> <laughs> According to the probable cause statement, two days later, when Sarah Schaefer was questioned by the police, she allegedly admitted to adding the root of the lily of the valley to the blender with the intent to cause her husband harm. The probable cause statement reads, Schaefer admitted doing this with the intent to cause the victim harm, admitted to knowing that ingesting lily of the valley could result in death, and admitted knowing that the act was illegal. Uh-oh, that's not good. <laughs> not know that's illegal. <laughs> Bitch, you're poisoning your husband. <laughs> well, she knew. She admitted she knew it was legal. Oh, oh, oh she knew, or it, knew it was illegal. illegal. Yeah. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I thought you said she admitted she knew it, she didn't know it was illegal. I was like, what? Hold no. up. She admitted she knew that it was wrong. Okay, okay, she knew. Because I was going to say, how do you not know that it's illegal to poison your husband? I mean, Missouri may have different laws than us here in Texas, but I'm pretty sure poisoning's on, on that list. I would agree. The probable cause statement also disclosed that police believe Sarah would be at risk for failing to appear in court in response to a criminal summons because she allegedly stated that she has a relationship with someone who lives in Pakistan. What the fuck? So it's not even somebody close. No. How can you have it? It's be his 13th wife. <laughs> oh my God. Hold up. Is it really an affair if she hasn't consummated fair yet? She's got to consummate that shit. You're having an internet sex? Jesus. Yep. She also admitted that she conducted Google searches for flights to Pakistan. Oh my gosh. Power. I don't feel like that's a good place for you, lady. You know, let's just do a community service announcement right now on this podcast, okay? You got to be careful on the internet, people, okay? Remember, there's a lot of things. You can Photoshop some shit out of some stuff, okay? The last thing you want to do is get over there to Pakistan, and it's like a guy missing an eye with no teeth and no foot. That's insane. She could be catfished right I mean, now. you know what I'm saying? And then you go poison your husband for, you know, somebody who obviously just wants to get you over there for whatever reason. I mean, you gotta be careful, people. Come on. It makes me wonder just how bad the marriage was between them that she's going to Pakistan to look for somebody. Well, no shit. I mean, there's a fucking ocean and thousands and thousands <laughs> of miles and some um, deserts. And I gotta tell you, I mean, I don't know very many Pakistanis. I've, I met a couple of them and the husbands aren't very romantic. So I can't imagine this is a romance kind of relationship between her and the guy in Pakistan. I would agree with that. I, I watched a video the other day that they used their toenails to cut meat. I'm just saying. It's, it's weird. What? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not getting court. I mean, I'm just saying. Me and your husband both be like, we can't eat here. He was. He was He was so grossed out. He was like, don't ever show me that again. How do they cut? Do they leave their toenails on? Yeah. And they sharpened it to a point and they were taking the chicken thigh and they were cutting it with their toenail. Like slicing it open with their toenail. Were their feet clean? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you didn't look at it. I would have paused that video and been like, uh. I sent it to my husband and I was like, mmm, delicious. And he was like, don't fucking show me that shit again, Corey. That's Seriously. So fucking gross. He's like, I'm never going to be able to eat chicken thighs now. I can't. It's so gross. <laughs> God, all this talking about that made What's me in like, this drink? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That really makes me now have to change about what I was going to I was gonna make chicken tonight for dinner, but I feel like that's no go. <laughs> no chicken thighs. Jefferson County Police Department was initially going to charge Sarah with first-degree domestic assault and was held in the Cole County Jail, while Cole County Prosecuting Attorney Locke Thompson reviewed the case. 
Upon reviewing the case, Thompson charged Sarah Schaefer with first-degree attempted murder and armed criminal action. But she's not really armed. I guess it's the poisoning of the plant. Is that what he means yeah. by that? She's armed with poison. Not so much a gun or a knife, but she's definitely armed with poison. Okay. She is currently being held at the Cole County Jail without bond and has pleaded not guilty. Her case net file lists her as a danger to the community and a trial date has yet to be set. I'm not so sure if she's a danger to the community or just her husband. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that she's going to go Lily of the Valley on anybody else. I feel like there's a reason behind the poisoning of her husband and not just that she's dating some guy on Pakistan on the internet. I mean, that, I can't wait till we find what it is. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be more to this story for sure. I mean, I can't imagine. Calvary Lutheran High School Executive Director John Christman said in a statement to ABC News that they were notified by police of a criminal matter pertaining to an employee, Sarah Schaefer, who has since been placed on leave. The director clarified that the alleged misconduct occurred outside the employee's association with the school and did not involve students or other school personnel. Chrisman also stated Sarah was a well-loved teacher at our school. We felt and had seen the fruits of her investment in the students. She was able to encourage them to produce and always seemed to be engaged for all the right reasons. Well, now that's pretty different kind of a personality of one that you would expect to be killing her husband. Well, that's why I said I, I'd really like to know what's going on within this relationship. And I think as time goes on and the, you know, they're able to get to the actual trial, I think we'll learn a little bit more about what was going on in this relationship to cause her to go to that extent. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. You don't know. And I can tell you if there's any domestic violence going on there, like he's beating the shit out of her and, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I can definitely see why she went to the extent she went to. I would agree with that. But he may not have been. He might have been the perfect husband and she's just crazy. Who knows? We'll see. Sarah's father, Marcus Blasky, told the press that the charges came totally out of the blue and don't match the daughter he knows, a beloved artist and teacher who volunteers to raise money for third world health efforts. Well, that's where the Pakistani stuff comes in right there. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. She's into that kind of stuff. That's probably how she met the guy on the internet. Oh, that's true. That could be very possible, Corey. Yep. We'll find out. Yep. Her father stated she's a decent person. I don't think she would have done this, but I guess that'll just have to come out at trial. A so, lot's going to come out oh, in trial. Yeah, I can't wait. Gonna, I cannot wait to do an update on this. We are going to find out a whole bunch of shit. If it gets to trial, you know, we'll see if, if the victim is okay with her taking a plea bargain and for, you know, lesser included charge or something that lets her go. I'll be surprised. I mean, I, I'll be like, wait a minute, dude, something was going on that you ain't coming forward with in this I marriage. I would agree. So do you think she's going to be guilty, though? I mean, of course she's guilty. She did it. But what led her to do it? Still Why unclear. Why do you think that she admitted it? And then when she had to enter in her plea, she changed to not guilty. Do you think she that's... She lawyered up. Okay, she lawyered up. Yeah, she lawyered up. The lawyer's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Recant that statement. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you think about we've we've done domestic violence on this podcast before, right, Court? And those women are very, very and, and women and men, I should say. It's not just for women strictly. Women and men both can go through domestic violence. Those victims are very, very broken down. They're very, very isolated. They become almost like caged animals in the best sense. And they get to the resort where all they can do is fight to get out. And what do you see? You see them shoot their husbands while they sleep on the couch. You see them poison their husbands. You see them run them over. You see them hire somebody to kill them. 
problem. That's the kind of stuff you see happen within these kind of relationships. So I wouldn't be surprised if this didn't come out a little bit more. But what interests me is that if the husband of the victim in this case, if he's like, look, just I don't want any of this getting public. I don't want it to be, you know, any more public than it already is. I don't want it coming out that I'm abusing her. And maybe that's why the lawyer, when he met with her, said, hey, look, we're going to enter a plea. We got guilty because we know why you led up to this point and you did this to him. And if you've got proof, even more so. I mean, not that what she did was right because it's not. Poisoning somebody is a crime, period. <laughs> we haven't made that clear. I'm going to say it one more time. Poisoning somebody for any reason is a crime. <laughs> You cannot poison people. Now, the manners of which why you did it and what led you to do it, different. And that's what the trial's for. Yes. But and it can also serve as a different sentencing too. Mm-hmm. And it can, yeah, it can have a huge effect on the case of why you did what you did, right? I mean, always one of the ones that stand out is the one podcast we did about the lady who shot her husband while he slept. It was the only time that she felt where she was able to do what she needed to do to get away. Yep. Because a lot of times these victims of domestic violence, they can't get away. They, they feel like they're stuck and they're trapped. And if you ever cage up an animal, <laughs> don't show them love and don't show them affection. And, and do some strange things to them, they will come out fighting eventually. I was going to say, they'll eventually bite you. And we all have animal instincts in us. It just is what it is. It's about our humanity. I would agree with that. Well, this was a fun one, Court. This was a fun one for Valentine's Day. <laughs> we're, we're definitely going to see what happens with this case. We'll keep you. We'll keep our listeners posted. Yep. And happy Valentine's Day, guys. Don't happy, kill anybody. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Keep the poison in your purse, ladies. Yes. <laughs> well, as always, stay, stay strange, strange and, and unusual. unusual. We'll be back next week with another cocktail and a new tale of sinister minds or menacing crimes and mistakes they left behind. Thanks for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and download us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. Want the recipe to try Corey's Sinister Cocktail from today's episode? Or have any constructive feedback or true crime stories you would like to hear us cover? Or even Sinister Cocktail recipes for us to try? Email us at SinisterCrimesAndCocktails at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.SinisterCrimesAndCocktailsPodcast.com, Facebook page, Sinister Crimes and Cocktails, and our Instagram page, Sinister Crimes and Cocktails. Love what you heard? and want to help support our show or donate to our Sinister Cocktail Fund, you can donate to our cash app at money sign Sinister Crimes, all one word, and we will give you a shout out on our next episode and which fund you donate to. Thank you.